Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the BME with yours truly, Bryce Meyer. I know, this is crazy. I finally have got this released after so much time and so much promise. It is finally here for you. And I am just so happy to say thank you for giving me the chance and the opportunity to each and one of you who is listening for giving me this dream, you know, and giving me already a starting ground to really start to build off of this. Who knows how long we'll go with this, but either way, I'm still very blessed and happy to be in this position to be able to record and talk just about life and have people actually listen. So, thank you very much, and on with the episode. This episode is brought to you by Nobody. That's right, Nobody. If you want to be a beginning sponsor for this fledgling podcast, feel free to give me an email, which will be coming later in the podcast. For if you really do want to sponsor this podcast, you would actually listen to the podcast. Now, actually, on with the first BME. Imagine yourself on a Saturday evening. You're just chilling. It's another day. You're just chilling in your dorm room. Nothing is going your way. Or at least that's what you think. And then, boom! The BME drops something on you? Now that made your day. Or at least, I hope it does. Because welcome, again, welcome to the first episode of the BME, and I am so happy to finally get this thing started. And I am not going to lie to you guys. For this first episode, I have nothing planned, and I really don't know the topics I'm going to talk about. I'm really just going to start going into things, and we're going to see how long it goes. So. Whatever the time says on the stamp below this episode, you'll see if this turned out pretty good or pretty bad. I assure you, though, for the future episodes, there will be actual structure. But this is really just a test and go. And we're just going to keep up going like this and see how it goes. So, the first new segment on the BME is Bacon Making Entertaining Moment of the podcast, where I highlight a specific moment to me that was interesting and intriguing, and I think that you guys should take notice of too, whether it be something large, local, or completely nonsense. It's going to be something that is special to me. And today's Making Bacon entertaining moment has to be drumroll please the newly found possibility of nuclear fusion being a new energy breakthrough now 
Some of you probably have already heard of this, and if you've ever been talking with me recently, I'm actually very excited about this. But I think it needs a little more eyes on it, because this is the future of energy, folks. Basically, if you don't know what happened, there was a group at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California that made the first net energy gain in a nuclear fusion experiment. Now, what that necessarily means, and I'm going to cut all the scientific stuff out here, is that they made a big boom-boom explosion and energy was released. And it was more energy than what was put in at the beginning of the experiment. In other words, it's basically the early workings of what would be comparable to Tony Stark's arc reactor. This is a big deal, folks. This truly is the future of what energy can be for us. With this technology and this breakthrough, we could possibly actually create a real working renewable energy source that can be put just about anywhere with enough research and time, basically allowing us to move away from many different dependable resources that we are right now, such as coal, fossil fuels, gasoline, and even just like the renewables we have right now, like hydropower and solar power. Because the idea is, is you could basically make a machine, make it go strong enough so it can produce energy to keep itself going, but still produce enough that can be used for other utilities. Basically allowing an infinite cycle of energy to be made. That is the bacon making entertaining moment of this podcast. And I truly believe that this technology is the future. And if you want to look and find more, definitely just look up Nuclear Fusion Energy Breakthrough and you'll find plenty of articles about this momentous achievement. Shout out to the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratories and all the team behind it because... This is absolutely exciting for me. I don't know about you guys, but for me, this is, this is big news, folks. And now, to our next special part of the show, where I bring in a special person on the board of Meaningful Experiences. And today we have the one and only, a great friend of mine here at college, Aiden. Hey, thank you. It's nice to be here, Bryce. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you for being right across the hall, ready to go. No, for real, though. Bradley bros for life. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? yeah, it's just great to be able to talk with you and have you on this first episode, especially with the few viewers that are going to, or sorry, listeners that are going to be on listening to this and finally getting to meet you in some way, shape, or form, because I think you're a great guy. Want them to know you. I want you to know you. So thank you. Go ahead and give them a little rundown about yourself. Well, okay. Um, yeah. So I'm Hayden. Uh, I live across the hall from Bryce, and uh, I don't know. We met this uh, past fall when we moved into college together and stuff. So 
I don't know. We've just been kind of vibing together as a group since. And recently, I feel like our kick has been getting on some video games and stuff. We've been doing a lot of COD and uh, Halo. Oh, yep, of course. Oh, that, that Played fun. up. Shout yeah. out to Braden Rudolph. Mm-hmm, for real, Big for game, real. big game. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We've been doing a lot of stuff together. And it's been pretty cool. I don't know. I just had coffee, so I'm kind of hyped up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I'm on, I'm on a two-shot uh, Starbucks myself so and that other jack that you finished <laughs> oh yeah yeah yep, that's it that's it yep but uh yeah i don't know let me ask about you i don't know how was your day oh uh, you know for me this i had a pretty good day so monday i have it's my easiest day of the week here at college i only have two classes and you know i just kind of got back i got a nice workout with brayden shout oh, out yeah. again to brayden was that what that like exercise was thing you're yep, texting yep. about yeah yep. we had a nice sex exercise as you do yep that's <laughs> just what unfortunately no sex was actually involved unfortunately but there was the awesome name of the sex exercise mm-hmm. pretty based but it was very hard on the muscles uh, i don't know if you know anything about the dorm rooms any of these guys who try to work out in these dorm rooms it's just not it's just not logically sound Few people that have been here that are listening in these Bradley dorms completely understand what I'm talking about. But just to kind of give you guys a an image in your mind, it's basically just brick walls and just like pipes everywhere. Yeah, the lighting isn't very like nice either. It's kind of harsh, like white lights. It's almost I don't know. That's why I like the LED stuff that you got around because oh, yeah. it gives it a different color sometimes. For, like, the, the yeah, so I had to stuff. had to throw some LEDs on the wall to. Give it a little bit more life, cause these these walls don't talk. No, for real. Why? And I feel like coming up with spring, it'll nice to have be nice to have like color in the room, cause like right now it's so like so dull, dull yeah, so dull. cold. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes very stinky for no reason. Yeah, it gets a little musty sometimes. So another but... Bradley issue, unfortunately. But back to the workout kind of story, because there's all these pipes and these bricks, like we have to make do with what we got. So. There's one very big covering over a pipe that is near the front of our rooms. Sticks out and like a ledge. It sticks out like a ledge. And, you know, when you got a ledge, you're going to have to use it for something in a workout. And so we just used it for some pull-ups. And let me tell you, those are some kick-ass pull-ups. I, I, my hands are dying right now. So <laughs> got some calluses, building some calluses on there. But it... Definitely was something, but definitely got a good pump going, and I feel pretty good about that, too. Probably my first pump ever since I got to college. Really? Not gonna lie. Oh, Even though we hit up the gym earlier at some points throughout the year, like, I haven't really gotten the pump. You know, I yeah. kind of focus more on, like, my core and my legs, but, like, yeah. I actually started doing upper body because that's, like, Brayden's specialty. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. I felt pretty good. I feel pretty good. I'm wearing my nice NASA shirt. Mm-hmm. Showing off the, the arms. Getting that. You know, the yeah. guns, you know. Yeah, baby. Feels good. Speaking of getting pumps, Mason has been on that back grind. My roommate, Mason, for those who don't know, um, also a good friend of ours. Um, he's been consistently working out his back because this other girl in the dorm named Taylor, uh, she, she told Mason, she told us all that the secret for getting girls, or at least for her, that a good, strong, manly back is what you need. So Mason took that shit to heart, and he has been like 
ex- point of exhaustion working that out every day. Like he is like so committed to like. <laughs> yeah. You know, for me, I don't. I don't see the. I, I don't know. I. I don't. I can't get behind that. I can't get behind. Can't that. Get behind I, I, I can't get behind the back hype. I mean, may, I don't know anything about like that kind of. I don't know how that can be attractive to somebody. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the forearms. Like I've never. Yeah, I mean, I've only heard. I mean, you only work out like you know. You push, pull. You got the arms, the legs, core, core like, too. Back, like, what is there to do there? I mean, I don't know. I feel like you kind of automatically work that out when you're just doing like squats and stuff and other mm-hmm. areas. But like, hey, I'm not the girl here, so I don't know what's attractive. Yeah, but <laughs> if, if that's the case, <laughs> then I might have to take that into some consideration. But and like, if you're thinking of like working out for like for like aesthetic body pleases to be attractive to a girl or someone else like the the whole i don't know when i think of like oh i'm making out with a girl my face is facing her not my back like who gives a fuck if my yeah. back is like a little flabby or beat down they're not gonna see it <laughs> <laughs> like I, okay whatever like they're gonna be seeing my chest and my forearms and the core and stuff and i don't know like i feel like this back is like the least important part to work out yeah but yeah, Mason, shout out to you. Yeah, Keep working real. out that, at, that that back and that ass. D- damn right. Damn right, <laughs> Juicy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we got all the respect for you. We're just kind of shitting on you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe just me. I don't know. I. That's all I really got to say about the back thing. I, just, I, I really don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah. But while working out and stuff, I don't know. I, I enjoy that. But I guess another thing I found today actually that i didn't realize i enjoyed was actually walking along the lakeshore path and stuff oh my goodness we just got him let's go this is so hard let's go let's go let's go this is so hard would you like to would you like to say something for my awesome podcast it's just for fun for real it's straight up just for fun uh make a statement comment for the press Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, personally, I fear fear that all of the uh the hype surrounding the Chinese five was egregious of spending <laughs> on the United States military budget. Yes. This military is... industrial complex. To you know, inadequate spending in other parts of infrastructure, vital to you know. Public necessity considering the uh, unmatched military, unmatched you know, air superiority of the F 22, uh, F 35, and. It's actually crazy. It's funny because they couldn't shoot it down like immediately. Because it was like actually like a hazard. <laughs> that would kind of be bad, I don't know. Yeah, you think chilled a Chinese school bus flattened your toddler, right? It's like they went to go out of the ocean. It was like, yeah. like that's, a, that's a whole other story. It's above the ground. It's like, it's like that. There's a plane underneath it and they shot it down. There's a plane underneath? Oh. Yeah, that'd be they, game they, over. They'd like work with all 
Oh, so did they shoot it down over Carolina? Over the Carolina coast. Carolina coast. There's like a video that went viral. I remember like hearing about it when it went over Maine. That was like the big part that it, like that's when I actually heard about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many other ones? Maybe? Yeah, I mean, some sort of surveillance. Yeah. Radio, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. They built Area 51 for a whole ass reason. It's in that, <laughs> bro. I mean, it, it was theorized that Area 51 was housing like Roswell alien crashes and stuff, but um, you know that you know, that's just all theories, but. say to like give us something to hold on to kind of like you said where it's just like something random you know some yeah. other place completely random yeah. like maybe montana or something yeah, yeah. Not, this makes sense like, all the secret stuff hidden in this place don't come in yeah <laughs> it's like, like yeah. if it was actually the secret it, stuff it, we would not even know maybe the u.s just has the biggest balls that's just where everything is. <laughs> don't take it. Like, that's like we dare you. Yeah, like straight Fucking up. Inspired. I, okay. like, yeah, that's like straight up where everything is. Like, good luck getting in. Yeah. Hey, I watched Indiana Jones four, and I know getting into Area Fifty One. <laughs> and I know that there's a crystal skull in some box area. Yeah. I love Indiana Jones. Should be that they're making a fifth one. Yeah, with old Indy, or is they de aging them? No, yeah, I think the, it's called the dial of something. But, but it's like him, like, old. It's like, he's like, old, but it's like, he's like a 30-year-old. Like, 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 oh, I'm so old. Let me jump across the ravine. Stunt double. <laughs> I think the idea, it's like called the dial of destiny. So, like, I think they're trying to reboot it. So, like, there's going to be a different actor. Like, when they go. It's like a time travel. Yeah, it's so like sure time it's like, travel. Yeah, they probably kill off Indiana and then like get a different version yeah, exactly. of him in some way. I haven't that's, seen that's, any of the James Bond. Oh fuck! Is it good? Yeah, I didn't mean to spoil it, but uh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> for the viewers out there that might not uh, know James Bond dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You really need to watch all of them. I'm not gonna I, I fell asleep. That last one. Really? Yeah. How? 
uh, I just don't know anything about James Bond. I did enjoy the action, but like at that point when it was like the very end, it was kind of like I just got tired. I was like, this is just going on very long. <laughs> so I was just gonna. I fell asleep. I had work the next day too. So. Great movie. Yeah. The dude next to me, the electric fellow, and it was like people like piling into my seat, and like, oh. and so like it, it, it was just like awkward, and it was weird because he's like pretending to just like say stuff, and it's like he's like people constantly getting up and moving in and out, and getting stuff. And it's like, great movie though. It oh, yeah. Great movie. That movie like introduced me to such a hype song I never knew. I didn't even know that Nirvana song existed. Oh, yeah. Dude, the second one's already out. Yeah, it's, it's like good. next spring, right? Or was it the end of this year already? I don't know. I know it's like in the next year or so. Still, like, the movie was so awesome. 2025. Damn. Hey, don't rush perfection, right? I'd rather have it be mass-produced like or yeah, or like the right? Justice League. Like yeah. I think that's what the stakes are. Really high quality of the building. Yeah. It's like, Marvel just can turn out like... Yeah. <laughs> and still make millions. Yeah, they'll make money, but it's like, it's so bad and fine. Like, not the way you want to hear on TV. Like, Avengers was really good. I think the Justice League was really good. Like, Avengers is like, the end game is really the one that's not going to be. Yeah. They really hit Infinity War and Endgame in that period and just kind of... Oh, yeah. That was the first time I was introduced to Marvel. Infinity War. Holy really? shit. Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't, yeah, that actually was the same case for me. I got, like, pressured. You know, I was like, oh, look at all these characters. You didn't watch, like, Captain America? No. Well, after I watched Infinity War, I went back and watched all of those because I was excited for, you know, Endgame. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. It, yeah, the formula no longer really works. It's just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, three freaking hours of like awesome shit. Like yeah. <laughs> you can watch that forever, bro. I, I, my mom watched it, and they didn't really like the whole like time jump thing. Yeah, like, like it was like that's like. Like walking outside afterwards, <laughs> like, yeah, I was concerned Robert Pattinson would have that twilight feel to him still and make oh, yeah. it kind of cringe, but like, oh, yeah. bro, he stepped the fuck up, yeah, so. damn right. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I didn't even like watch any of the pilots, I like, I, I, I don't think I will, but like, I just never. Considered him as Batman. It's kind of was like, oh, I've never okay. This guy, I don't know anything about this well, guy. I thought but... it was weird because like he was like go from like you know like Gareth Bale and like Affleck, like really big like digitally masculine dudes. Yeah. To like Robert Pattinson, who's like in his like yeah yeah. Like, it's like I was like, right, is he gonna? Because like you know like Ben Affleck was a fuck. Like you said that scene. Have you seen that scene like Batman? Where he's like. Squatting like four plates and shit like that, like, like 
brought out a side of the Batman that I don't know. I really like like Batman. Anti heroes are so good. Great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they just really brought that out. I really like that. It's like they never really dive into like uh, well the the portrayals of like all the other ones are either they're really good at the Bruce or like Batman or nothing really. I don't know. He did like a good job of balancing both. This also brought out like his younger years instead of like being really experienced already. I mean, I guess the Batman beginning kind of it was still like a weird one. Like, I don't know, with Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale, yeah. Batman Begins, you know. I guess, yeah. yeah. I didn't really like those that much. Like, I'll say, like, I really like the Dark Knight Rises. I like Batman Begins more than Batman. Yeah, because like, the Dark Knight was just, like, carried by, like, the Joker and, like, for real. Two Face. Like, like, I don't. Did he? Yeah. I think he did uh, posthumously. That's probably just one of the reasons why. Because all he did was like, well, he's yeah, a method actor. He's he locked, locked into the room. room. But yeah, I don't red, think he actually shit. died from that. Well, he's not Dr. Jaffer's dad. Yeah. Like... Gotta love substance abuse. <laughs> yeah, but. I really liked that one, and I actually like watched The Dark Knight Rises after summer, and that was actually pretty good too. Surprising, all things considered, like because you know you lost the Joker, he died, yeah. like yeah. everything. That's like, Bane, the one after it. Yeah, The Dark Knight Rises. That's with Bane. Yeah. How the Joker died? Well, like they implied he was like the movie because. I was playing Ben Ward for like one game. Yeah. Like, no one knew he had cancer. No oh, yeah, knew. he hit it so and, well. Yeah, and then there's like, oh yeah, he got a cancer from something else. He was like a famous actor. I think people would know. Yeah. Someone will get to speak yeah. with Chadwick. Right, Chadwick? Yeah, yeah Chadwick Bozeman. And I remember like reading the things where like, it's so well that not even like most of the cast knew. Yeah. So like it was literally just like his loved ones and then like right as he was close to dying. Well, I got cancer. Shit. Like, damn, bro. Like, looking back on it, like, like, actually did something, but who knows if they even would have been able to do something, because he had, like, wasn't it pancreatic? Like, pancreatic cancer, and that's, like, really bad. Isn't it crazy to think that, like, he's a millionaire and he can stop cancer? Like, yeah, fuck. nothing really stops it. Man, that sucks. I think we, I mean, I'm sure. Do you think we have a cure for cancer out there? Not right now. Well, there probably is, but knowing, like, how the world kind of is, it's for only so many people. Like, like yeah. Watch the same shit happen. Someone make it a Farmer comes Hell in, nah. big farmer is like, yo, what's a few thousand dollars behind that, bro? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, <laughs> like, 
What the fuck? <laughs> I think they're so fucked. Even like despite your possession, whether it should be socialized or private, whatever, it's like fucked. Uh, and, like the rest of the world, like just like doesn't mostly free, right? Like it's like I mean, I would like Sweden or was it? I, I don't know. Socialized health, yeah. basically universal, right? Yeah. Oh, especially those Nordic countries. Yeah, Sweden. like Sweden. Yeah. That's yeah. what I kind of thought. Yeah. Also, like the way the United States is, you just like the government spends more money than like the America is so fucking shitty. Like we have to yeah. spend that money anyway, but we also make people pay. It's like nonsensical. It's like the only people that benefit from it, the government doesn't benefit. The people Factor or yeah, I just like don't get. I just don't get it. Like I'm, like, you can like get a, so much more money off of other things. I feel like in the healthcare area instead of like actual medicine, you could just like do like visits. And, like I don't know. I feel like something else could be worked out. But I also don't know shit about pharmaceuticals. So <laughs> me neither. Yeah, but. It's just kind of the world. It's also fucked because it's like, like the the level of healthcare treatment feels like basically how profitable it is. Put onto psychiatrists, there's no incentive to like provide medical treatment. Yeah, yeah. Like what's profitable is like surgery and like medicine. Like, like, like no one makes money off of like. It's just like it's just like kicks people out. Like the hospital is like, yeah, sorry. There's like people with these like abnormal mentally ill somebody in, and then they go like boogie on them. Yeah, horrible schizophrenia. It's like yeah, they have like that same like idea of kind of like being like it's like a business, which is always a weird thing. Like how like criminals yeah. are being put in, people are being put in jail for money. Oh well, yeah, the, there's private prisons yeah. like, and stuff like that. I didn't realize prisons. Some of them are private. I'm yeah. like, holy shit. Privately that's... owned. That's like, it's a business model. People get them in there, try to keep them in there longer, so they get paid, right? Well, also, like, the private companies have contracts with the government to make sure those prisons are always full. So, like, there's an incentive to, like, get your money's worth by, like, over-incarcerating people, like, send them private prisons. Like, yeah. It wouldn't make sense for a private prison. It's, it's like, based on, like, profit, right? You don't want to house five inmates. You want to house five hundred inmates. You have to employ some of those people. Taxes probably have to be pretty expensive. It ends up just like, it's like, it's like it's like literal slavery in prison. Yeah, like, they make them work. Yeah, they yeah, make them for like pennies. For pennies. The Thirteenth Amendment provides for that. It says it abolishes slavery except in instances. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't happen directly after the Civil War. Like, okay, no more slavery, but also it's illegal to not have a job, and no one's gonna hire black people. So it's like, <laughs> what the fuck's gonna happen? Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah, I don't know, I don't get it. And like, like, all of those, I feel like you know how the prison guards will watch over them, but like, there's so many, or at least I'm stereotyping, there's so many prison guards who are corrupt and that they're bringing in like, dr- 
rugs or cigarettes for like the prisoners and stuff. And like, uh, I don't even know how you'd stop that from happening because if you can't even trust the people that are watching over, supposed to be in jail, like, what do you even do? Like, is prison just not the solution? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, you got to put away bad people. You can't just have bad people all the time. Yeah, it's just like all morally wrong. Like how to reduce crime, Nothing like locking people up, giving them the actual help. Yeah, yeah. it's improving their their living conditions. Even with bigger crimes, yeah. Directly, incarcerating people leads to poverty. It would make more sense (laughs) to reduce poverty through like social services, like education, and like healthcare, and like you know other forms of aid. But then in prison, where they become more likely. It just make any sense. I'm like, how can you really give too much prison for everybody? Yeah. Nothing by locking. Yeah. The tough thing. Big clusterfuck. Yeah. But that's just how. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. It's just really corrupt, but. Still, even with that corruption, it's like still pretty good all around, you know. Surprisingly, very interesting that we're like we have all this like prison and then this healthcare thing, but we also still like are one of the richest countries in the world. That's a strange, yeah, yeah. We also have to ask the question: How do you measure wealth when it comes to like a rich country? It's like. Yes, we're very rich country, but we also have the highest gap between this highest yeah, the highest and like people, the average, yeah. like the median, compared to like like the top one percent is like, like substantially more than like in like yeah. Europe and all that. Kind Isn't of it stuff. like all the people at the top like have all way more money than everyone below combined? Yeah, like like the top like I forgot the statistic, but like like thirty two percent everything is owned by like like it's like absurd like all the wealth is controlled by. Like, of all the wealth and it's like you're you're rich but it's like hard to like measure like wealth when it comes to like you're the most money in our economy you're the strongest economy but it's like who does the economy work for at the end of the day yeah like, yeah it's like that majority of americans or is it like a select few and then we just happen to like it's like the gdp is like a good and bad estimate of wealth right it's like measures just like the economy not who the money belongs how do you even get to that spot of being that rich? Asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of corruption there too, but there's also a lot of luck and there's not everyone's corrupt, but like yeah. it always seems to be painted like there's corruption like everywhere. Like doing the loophole that's provided, but that's just provided by the government. I don't know. Yeah. I think lots of times people try to paint that as like this like big overarching like conspiracy to, like, fuck people over. But yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's just, like, a lot of, like, bad people that, like, are in, like, very high positions of power that just, like, screw up their corner, and then, like, all that together just, like, becomes bad. Like, yeah. I, I don't think, like, you know, Jeff Bezos sits down with, like, the military and sits down with, like, a prison. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Let's, like, let's fuck the world up. Like, I don't think that happens, but it's, just, like, you know, 
know, like profit incentive drives some people to do these things, mm-hmm. and then other people do these things. And like, eventually, that just kind of leads to are like, yeah. it's pretty hard to like, at least for me, to convince. Yeah, you know, like it's like a big like everyone's in on it besides like you know, the working class. I mean, it's like yeah, a few like bad people, and you know, it's like also like people doing bad things not because it's their nature. It's like that's a situation. That yeah, that's the situation like, they have to do that. People, yeah, like make some well, yeah, even, like, people who aren't rich, like, that's, like, the position they gotta do, right? Sometimes, yeah, exactly. Like, that's why mafias, like, existed for so long, right? Because you gotta make that buck yeah. for your family, and you don't really have much else to do. Yeah. Well, like, the, the experience. drug war. Right? Yeah, the yeah. drug wars. A lot of, like, black dudes go to jail because it's, like, one of the only options they could do to, like, gain wealth for their families was to do yeah. drugs, right? In their like, position, yeah. Right, like, jobs wouldn't hire people. All these things, a really easy option is you know like to elicit what means like like a classic Scarface yeah. kind of thing. You see the money yeah, and it just yeah, turns yeah. your mind. And um, onto that topic of like corruption, I feel like maybe not all of them are bad. No, not all of them are good either. Yeah. But I feel like it comes down to a lot of just opportunist. What yeah. is it? Opportunism. Where like oh, there's this bad situation happening right now i could do something to stop it or i could not do something and i'll just benefit from it yeah, I'll like benefit, it. yeah. so they're not like causing it but they're just not like doing anything about it and they're just like okay cool there's like institutional like things that are bad it's like you know, like the saying like a cab like all cops are bad all that kind of yeah stuff. Like, yeah it, what, what that means to me is not like every single cop is like morally bad like, i don't I, I think there's like good cops it's like the system that they like enforce has like you know institutionalized racist policies that you know they don't contribute to but by enforcing them they're like enforcing them right it's like Uh, like, I don't think that like you know like all cops are bad but when the law says they have to arrest someone for doing something and then they arrest that person it's like that's they're being an agent of a racist system yeah but it's not like they are necessarily like you know, there's like black cops. Like look, look at the murder of like uh, oh, that that recent Tyree guy. Nichols, yeah. right? Like all of the like, cops are black. Yeah, it's like all the cops are black. And it's like it's like are they racist? Do they do, like are do they like hate black people? No, I don't think so. But it's like there's a history of like you know, like over criminalization of black men that like people everyone's subject to, and it's like you know like also like there's like a really bad system in the United States for like. Prosecuting cops that do fucked up shit, yeah. right? Like qualified immunity, like there's a history of of police brutality and like just like, encouraging it within police departments, right? It's like there's like you know cops that have come forward saying that's like you know we'll beat the fuck out of people, you know, yeah. and they cover it up, and that's just, like a normal thing people do. Like would normal people do that? I don't think so. Like, look at like the the Stanford prison experiment, right? Oh like, yeah, you get guards, you get prisoners. Normal people aren't gonna like be like beating up on like just people like that, like shooting them, like, no reason. Yeah, they have power, and they have like pressure and what yep. they do with that they just do bad they things start doing it, right? all the bad things yeah it's like, that's i don't know when people say like a cab that's what it means to me it's it's not like every yeah. single cop individually yeah, is bad and fucked up it's just like you no know, what i think too. the system that they, they would normally do right yeah it's just that's, that's just, just what they system is yeah that's a unique perspective i hadn't seen on the a cab stuff but like before i was like you know i guess i was like yeah the you know, like racist police are bad, but yeah. 
Yeah. Before that, I was like yeah. thinking like, oh, it can't be all cops. But yeah. now, like when yeah. you put it through that perspective, yeah, that's shit. Because like I've interacted with like really good cops, right? good guys. Yeah. yeah. And then, but there's this, like, like I, I remember there's like protests in Iowa City, which is where I'm from. Oh, okay. And it's like people went on the interstate and then they got tear gassed by cops. And it's like, damn. There's lots of cops like wouldn't want to do that. I don't believe it's good. Yeah. They still do it. It's because like that's what they're told that's, to. That's yeah. They're taught to do. That's kind of like, like what happened like in. Minneapolis, like where yeah. I am from, yeah. like well across the border from it, but yeah. like Kenosha, right? yeah, Kenosha, you know, they, like they just kind of have to do their job. Yeah, exactly. But and, does that make us any better than like uh, SS and like World War Two? Because a lot of their arguments was we were just following. Orders. I mean, we're definitely way better than. <laughs> well, yeah, we're not like but, you know I mean, committing a genocide, but like. What happened in like the nerve it's, it's hard to say that someone has the same level of like moral culpability like a soldier that got drafted in Germany versus like a lead SS operative, right? It's like, yeah. so in that way, it's kind of like, you know, it's like, are individual officers at fault or is it like the chiefs and the lieutenants and the sergeants, which kind of order that kind of stuff or like, yeah. like a top-down system, right? But aren't like chiefs selected by us then? Or are they appointed by mayors? I forget how that... I have no idea. I think chiefs are appointed. I think it's like Definitely sheriffs. Google telling you. Huh. Yeah, usually appointed by the major mayor. Okay, so they are. Interesting. So then does that hold accountability to the mayor then? For putting a bad appointment? Or is it still the chief, I guess, because I don't know. I did both, right? Like if you yeah. like really I mean, if you're not dude, doing responsibility. Like, oh, God, he was shitty. He could have seen that. You know, it's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who, yeah. Who would have known that the, the racist person was going to be a racist cop? Yeah. It's like, Holy well, yeah, cow. I think I, I think I called that one. But <laughs> Bro, that's literally what my county did it back at home. We yeah. had like the sheriff election. I was like, man, that guy got elected. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, man, that guy hates gay people. Yeah. <laughs> like, Very like nuanced takes. Someone has to be a cop. Like at the end yeah. of the day, some people have to be police, right? It's like yeah, you still can't have people killing people. Yeah. I mean, not police is like not like at least like the like the, like the stuff I've read, right? It's not like different one day. It's like slowly transform the role of police from like people that are enforce things to like social workers. It's like I get, it, but it's like at the end of the day, there's still gonna be like fucked up people. Be like pedophiles and rapists yeah. and murderers and serial killers. We probably need some like armed body to deal with, right? It's like, he, like we can we should generally shift the goal of police to like helping people with like social services work. Yeah, it's it's all, it, I feel like it's pretty hard to like be like oh yeah we should just like you know be compassionate and like like let's make the Wisconsin like on Wisconsin. You know, like yeah. those things that you watch before like classes start. Oh yeah, like, yeah. All that kind of shit. It's just like, no, uh, I, I think they still like scale yeah, this for some people. It's yeah. probably more expensive than a taser, though. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need to get some work done, but it was yeah, good talking to you guys. Yeah, for yes. real. Yes, thank you very much, Liam. That was, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome.
You recording that? Yeah, of yeah, course I was. was. That's, a, that's some good. We were, we were all over the place. So. Yeah, for real. We, we went from Batman to society. <laughs> we had some good things to talk about. Like, maybe you should be doing a podcast here. Thank you for listening to today's BME podcast. Uh, it was very great to have Hayden and Liam on here. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this uh, first episode. And as we go along, there will definitely be a lot more structure, but... I think it was good to try to test out the environment, see how it was going, and see what we had to talk about. And I think we did a pretty good job all across the board. And until next time, that's just the BME.